0: hi 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 how's it going
1: hi. good you
0: good what are we doing which podcast
1: i don't know actually after we saw that movie i wasn't sure if we were making a podcast for at the end of the internet or at the end of the home do you want to explain people what is the difference between both of those podcasts for the newcomers
0: uh they kind of blur together to me
1: no they're not (laughs) the difference is at the end of the internet is our podcast that we talk about horror movies and we kind of just talk about it and at the end of the whole is where we watch um i guess pornography and we also talk about it
0: seem very uncomfortable when you say (laughs) pornography (laughs) There was a long pause
1: (laughs) i was thinking what to say pornography porno adult films
0: what's your favorite uh porno film that we've watched it's not
1: (laughs) it's not the (laughs) the, right podcast so when set put this movie um it was very hard to identify which podcast we're going to be talking to and i was trying to merge
0: them i'm doing like a podcast merger
1: ah i i really felt that way once we saw this uh, but talking about that, um, it was really interesting when I was listening to other podcasts, I did realize that hosts have almost like nicknames for their listeners, which is pretty neat. So what is the nickname for our listeners and just calling them listeners or fans or viewers, even though they like cannot view the podcast? As a,
0: as a group of people or as an yeah. like individual?
1: As a Group of people, I guess.
0: Oh, you really put me on the spot here with no. I did. I so did. you want me to come up with a name for our listeners?
1: Yeah, it, there's pretty good ones. I can't think how of. How about
0: the end heads?
1: The end heads. I like that. It was kind of long, but I guess it worked. The end heads.
0: The hens.
1: The hens. Can you spell that for me?
0: I don't know. I'm just spitballing <laughs> here. <laughs> Instead of you said end heads was too long, so I was trying to shorten it.
1: Oh, I see. We could call them hens. Hens? I guess that's not a bad one. We will. That's a
0: terrible one. I think I like
1: the end heads better. So let's call them end heads. However, um, you guys can email us at at the end of the internet podcast at gmail.com and put um ideas of what you think we should be calling you guys but did you actually the... get
0: that domain yeah oh you did yeah all right what's the what's the um address again
1: at the end of the internet podcast with all old... gmail yeah at gmail.com
0: sweet can i write into that
1: yep you can also i'm gonna go to my gmail to ensure sure that's the the name <laughs> well I'll be cutting this out (laughs) no you're not oh
0: well how's everyone doing out there in podcast land while I kill for time because Jess was unprepared
1: (laughs) uh anyway well back to oh you didn't even get
0: it you did you made me you left me stranded out here and
1: why were you stranded? I said I did. I'm gonna
0: what if I leave and didn't let you uh deal with dead air for 30 seconds? It's terrifying you do that
1: all the time.
0: Jess is still trying to find the email address.
1: Yeah, after I create it. Um
0: how about we uh put that back in and post production <laughs> <laughs> once you find that?
1: yeah but that that is the right one um so wait wait
0: hold on here here's what we'll do uh the official email address is yeah so about that um i don't think jess got back to me with the email and i forgot to remind her so sorry just try like every permutation of the uh email that she gave and you'll you'll probably eventually get there there we go I'll just edit that in you by the time you hear this it'll be edited in
1: With <laughs> Seth amazing editing skills um so that's my news
0: wasn't there something we were gonna do before this uh podcast got started
1: well we were talking about actually we can do it now because I'm actually prepared So, um,
0: you're prepared for once. (laughs) Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Uh,
1: In the past day, um, I've been researching a lot about how to contact people from the other side and see if you really need an Ouija board, which I do not really want because there's too many rules. And I'm known, and I feel like you can get yourself in trouble.
0: And you're afraid of them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I saw the movie. I sh- respect. Um, so I realized that you don't need an Ouija board. You just actually need um, person that is a medium or um, has psychic genetic abilities.
0: Psychic like cool. genetic abilities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think you have that? Was yep. that born in you? Are you a medium? No,
1: no, no, no. I don't. But the cool part is that you can take classes, online classes, if you go to, like, edx.com or, like, Harvard, like, testing, not Harvard.com, like, the online um, classes that they have, you can actually take medium courses to become a medium. And I did it, and I took the – you know, like, you have to take ACTs and – um to get into university they have like the same concept for medium so I took it and I end up being average so
0: you ended up being medium for a medium class
1: yes I did and the key when you're a medium for a medium is that you don't sleep for days so that way your mind it's in that odd state where you're kind of unconscious or not or you drink a lot and again you're in that kind of state that you can talk to other people
0: So, are you both drinking and sleep-deprived right now?
1: Yes, I am, actually.
0: (laughs) And you're wearing your Let's Summon Demons shirt?
1: I mean, if I'm going to be a medium, you do it properly. All
0: right. So, you got a C in the Harvard medium class, but you're really fucked up. No, I didn't take
1: the Harvard one because you have to pay, like, four grand. I went to EDX and it was free.
0: Yeah, but isn't that through Harvard?
1: No, EDX is someone put it not through harbor
0: all right so you're like online arizona state university or something yeah all
1: right i i went to the college community college equivalent of a median school
0: sounds good to me let's do it so what do i need to do uh
1: do you have a lighter or some type of light
0: um sure let me go get that yeah it's right here I got my lighter um should I light it
1: no not yet um, the next thing you need to do is to ensure to um sorry I'm looking for my for my are you, are you looking at your
0: outline from your <laughs> yeah, I'm looking class? for my
1: notes <laughs> <laughs> um do you also need to dim your lights
0: okay I got clap clap dimmer is that okay
1: of course, of course you do. Is that better? Yes, it is better. Anyway, and then the next thing we need to talk about is who we want to summon.
0: Uh, let me think. How about uh, Tiger Woods?
1: He's not dead.
0: He's not dead? Even- nope,
1: he's not. He's alive.
0: Oh, well, he's dead to me after how he treated his wife.
1: I mean, that's fair, but.
0: Are you sure? I'm. I'm pretty sure he died like two weeks ago. Hey, let's, let's shoot for he, Tiger Woods.
1: Like he fucked off his back, but he's still alive.
0: Yeah, I'm sure by the time this podcast airs, he'll be dead.
1: Okay, let me just take more, so I'm sure I'm like. <laughs> really All
0: right, excited. yeah, you chug. What's what's in there? Is that straight gin with some ice cubes? Oh, she's just going to town on that.
1: Nope. it's Coke with gin.
0: Coke with gin. Oh. <laughs> what is wrong with you?
1: Well, it needs to go down quicker. Was
0: that some brew prescribed by your online meeting?
1: <laughs> <laughs> My community college gave us like recipes <laughs> for drinking. And then they said don't do straight, straight um, gin. They say do gin and coke. Which I wasn't really sure if they meant to drug coke or
0: gin with coke
1: so i'm just gonna take the safe round and say that they told me to have like diet coke with gin (laughs) and you want diet because you get drunker quicker versus having regular coke tip for the for at what was the name of then N heads tip for the n heads
0: and heads all the heads out here write us back if this intro is too long
1: (laughs) i'm sure it is (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay so we're gonna start um <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> you can just hear everything my dog is playing. wait
0: wait did we summon him already was that tiger shaking a dog toy
1: <laughs> no that was just my dog oh. all okay, right so repeat with me
0: all right hold um, on i'm gonna i think my pizza's here i heard a knock let me go grab that you you continue on try to get tiger i'll be right back
1: all right well we have to say it together but i'll tell the listeners what we're going to say so then they're aware so we're going to start with our beloved tiger wood we bring your gift from life into death Woo! Commune with Woo! us <laughs> Commun-
0: Woo! tiger wood <laughs> who dare disturb me from my eternal slumber
1: I really thought Tiger Woods was dead. So it is I, was... I,
0: Benjamin Franklin. Who Wait. am I speaking to?
1: You said Benjamin Franklin.
0: Yes.
1: I summon Tiger Woods. So if you don't mind, tigers.
0: <laughs> There's no tigers here. This <sighs> is America.
1: Oh no, <laughs> Benjamin. You have to be careful. We're in better times now.
0: Better times? You seem to have tigers around. That's scary. Who am I talking to?
1: You're speaking to Jessica?
0: Hi, Jessica. Hi. Will you show me your feet? No,
1: I'm not going to show you your feet, but you can show... Wait, you're a ghost. You don't have feet.
0: No, I do not. I am a spiritual being.
1: Need another drink. Why you want feet?
0: Did you know in my day, ladies wore high socks?
1: That's good to know. Thank you for letting me know. Can you tell me something else about your time? Something about your life that you miss?
0: I have the clap.
1: Okay, but well, I see you. I understand what you miss. Um, but we're not at the end of the whole podcast and I know that you don't know what that podcast? means.
0: Podcast. What's up? And
1: I know podcast. you don't know what that yeah. means, <laughs> mean, but um
0: Do you know I do not like your time. What? Nothing really good came out of your generation. What Except is my yoga pants and <laughs> Jamaeroquai?
1: <laughs> do you watch us? Are you aware of everything?
0: Very a- aware,
1: but you do not know what I is watch a podcast. You while
0: you're sleeping,
1: <laughs> but you don't know what is a podcast?
0: No, okay, what's a podcast?
1: <laughs> An avenue to speak to strangers. Um, oh,
0: avenue, well. We used to go down to Ministry Avenue. And-
1: <laughs> um, that's interesting. Uh, Benjamin, the only thing that people know you for is almost nothing, I'm sure. Other than well, you like to drink wine and you like to hold keys.
0: Keys, yes. I, I tried to Fly a key as punishment. It was the key to my porn collection. <laughs> but I put it on a kite in yeah, order you to. put it in a kite? I wanted to rid myself of the temptation.
1: Ah.
0: God, God smote me through fire from the sky.
1: <laughs> and you learn your mistake?
0: Yes
1: by not washing or washing more
0: well you watching what oh sorry these are these are etchings (laughs) i have many etchings (laughs) okay i broke um, all of my etchings i feel like it's time for and then went down to ministry street
1: okay and what you did there oh I understand what you were doing. Um, well, unfortunately your time is up. Um, unless you have any else you want to say.
0: You woke me from my eternal slumber for the I was calling Tiger
1: Woods, I was not calling you for bedtime. But...
0: Oh no, I have to run. <laughs> <Goodbye>. Bye. Bye. <laughs> well
1: that was Events that I was not anticipating, and to be honest, I forgot why I wanted to summon the spirit. So, hey, hey,
0: I'm back. I got my pizza. What I missed.
1: after that experience i realized that maybe i'm not a medium medium i'm like a very bad medium so i should go back to com- community co- college when i talked to benjamin franklin
0: oh shit nice
1: Oh, yeah.
0: see a good guy I, he
1: ha- he kept wanting to talk about his pornography obsession so oh, i
0: really? wish we had him
1: in the other podcast
0: yeah the founding fathers were a bunch of pervs
1: i know and I was very afraid to talk to him because I did not know how racist he was going to be.
0: Yeah, he's so, probably pretty racist.
1: He's incredibly racist. So, he
0: said some racist things.
1: Uh, no, but <laughs> never. You just assume. <laughs> you just never know. But do you want to say... Um, do you want to talk about the movie that we actually watched after we did this little experiment that surprisingly did work?
0: Oh, we're talking about a movie.
1: Yeah.
0: What movie did we watch?
1: I think the movie that we watched was *Strange Case of oh, Dr. Right. Jekyll and Mrs. Osborne*.
0: That's correct. The *Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mrs. Osborne*.
1: Do you want to talk about who directed it, directed it, and why you chose this movie?
0: You always ask me this question.
1: I mean, and eventually you're going to get it right.
0: <laughs> so the director was Valerian Barovchek, I believe. Mm-hmm. Someone is quoted saying he is uh, a genius that happens to be a pornographer. <laughs> um, but
1: Hence what I told the audience many times, which I wasn't really sure what type of movie we were watching.
0: I, this one, I think, is a major work of art.
1: I we can agree and disagree.
0: <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I, I guess I don't know too much about his history. I think I, I have seen a few of his short films and I think he started. Um again, I guess if we're classifying where uh the kind of the these directors' origins come from, he's definitely more of like the art house style um like you know, like Possession or, or something like that, where uh, he started out making, he was, I think he was an animator. Um, so he did a lot of animated movies, like short movies. There's one where he, um, I forget what it was called, but it's like an angel factory, which is really cool. Um, basically, it's just this like grotesque. It reminds me of some of David Lynch's shorts where there's this like factory where they're just like ripping apart people And then they make angels and it's like an allegory for concentration camps. And um, it's really haunting. Um, He did a lot of animated shorts and um, I don't really know how he got into kind of the erotic movie, but I think he maybe got pigeonholed in that area. And that's kind of
1: when you're good at something, no one wants to take you out of it.
0: He is very good at it. But it, anyway, I, I, how do I, know? <laughs> you watch the movie? <laughs> yeah. that movie?
1: Um, but, um, anyway, the,
0: oh, I can hear your, your, um, your alerts there. How oh, I'm professional. I'm
1: muted right now. <laughs> uh, okay. So do you want to talk to, like, do you want to do a quick summarize? I don't summarize.
0: I want to hear your thoughts on Borobchuk. I want the, to hear your thoughts on his style.
1: So the style remind me a lot of the Italian movie that we watched for our second episode.
0: Poopy? Like, who? Poopy? Poopy Avanti?
1: Yeah. Um I think I don't know. House of uh, the, the Laughing
0: House of Laughing Windows mm-hmm. or With Laughing Windows? Yeah.
1: So that's that's the style that I, I kind of remember but obviously way more erotic compared to the Italian man over woman, (laughs) (laughs) flat sex, nothing happens. Um, And it was, I think the, it was really fun to see almost the way that he uses the camera of recording thing. I feel like sometimes when you see old movies, you don't see that camera being used like nowadays. Like I think he took a lot of long shots and yeah.
0: I mean he's I I would call him an auteur. Like he knows what he's doing. Um, from that opening scene with the bluish like hue, um, kind of setting up this you know this Hyde character with the chasing of the little girl to the almost um, Boone Well type like Victorian dinner discussion of, you know, arguments about philosophy and whatnot. And then, you know, into just some crazy, crazy horror scenes that are genuinely shocking even to this day, I would say.
1: Um, Yeah. And it's just not like a very simple way to move the camera. I think there's a little bit of more complexity that, that you see those old timey movies and um that kind of reminds me a little bit also kind of reminds me with the style of the movie that we saw like i think it was the third episode the vampirish movie
0: yeah the um yeah jean rolland the yeah. uh, living dead girl yeah i mean same actress in both of those right
1: yeah the same we had a uh, we i got excited when i saw her the yeah. the the friend actress was in this film as well. So it kind of gave me that a little bit of those two styles. But
0: yeah, Roland, Roland, I would think is a good touch point for this. Both kind of work in the erotic or mm-hmm. not very, um, very good at what they do. They know yeah, the but
1: coming. I think he still is better moving the camera compared to other older movies that we have seen. I think
0: yeah and so you were were you familiar with Jekyll and Hyde the I
1: wasn't um I wasn't very familiar hence I was going to tell you if you can kind of give a simple summary to maybe other people that are not very familiar with that um character that, fiction. I guess I'd,
0: I don't know it super well it was um it was a novel back in the day I think was it that Robert Louis Stevenson some some I, I may be getting that wrong but basically there's like an inner beast in this person um in Dr. Jekyll and um I think he's constantly taking like medi- medication to try to like suppress him and eventually it takes over and it's you know basically his you know the evil side of him but like this was pretty brilliant yeah, and, I said- no, no no i mean the, this is similar but to to take that to like somebody's like dark sexual side i think was a very smart way to tell that story which wasn't in the past i mean it's kind of hinted at but yeah um i think that angle was very smart and i'm surprised that he's the first to to do that
1: yeah so kind of saying that saying to that so the one of them there's two main characters. It was Dr. Jekyll and Miss Osborne, his fiance, they soon to be married. And um, Dr. Jekyll was pretty much talking about transcendental
0: transcendentalism. Throughout,
1: yeah, and the beginning of the movie pretty much sounding like it was his research and his belief. That transcendental was gonna be kind of like the future of science, versus um, um versus what morals and
0: empiricism. I think was yeah. the other scientific method. So he was saying that there's something beyond this rigorous scientific method. Some step in, I don't know, the divine or whatever that he was arguing. And then his rival was the scholar that would back empiricism and kind of interesting that you would invite like your worst enemy to your <laughs> your engagement party when that it's mean, like 10 people there like maybe an enemy you, friend you or,
1: understand yeah. like at first i didn't understand why he did that obviously they were not they were not even friend enemies where like oh we were friends but we we're trying to we we're trying to keep each other like um in our best mode or whatever um but this one like definitely they didn't agree with anything they were always fighting etc and we were talking in the beginning of the movie like if you're gonna have like an engagement party would you invite the person that you hate the most i think the answer should be no, <laughs> no. <laughs> but hey but if he you don't have a big guest
0: list i guess you gotta fill it out somehow
1: <laughs> i have more than nine friends let me invite my enemy <laughs> But as the movie goes on, and I don't know when we ask ourselves that question with the understanding we're watching a horror movie, obviously he wanted him to be there. So first he can prove him that he is right, the transcendental is the right method that he not only talks about it, but he has figured out how to like, um, how to practice it. I guess oh, so you think
0: he, he he did that deliberately so that he could actually demonstrate that he or embarrass them, kind of?
1: Yeah, oh, okay. I mean, I don't I know why you that. do it in your engagement party, but <laughs> that's where that's when he decided to to show it off, and additionally to once once he's in his once he is turning into um into that state of where he is acting through intuition and through his desire while he's hoping that he can kill him. That's my guess.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I could see that.
1: So um so for for viewers, if don't <laughs> just the the way that he should have done it is instead of doing the engagement party, he should have just invite him into a dinner and just done that. But i'm not dr Jekyll. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't know he didn't seem to care too much about his uh, engagement he was more he was more enthralled with uh his experiments so
1: yeah which i guess is um it goes with the basic like um narrative of scientific people i don't know why i call it like that a scientist um Where they're they're so involved with their projects or their hypothesis that they forget how to live a normal life and they're constantly doing experiments. So that kind of is yeah, the obsession with their work, it takes over everything. And then it can kind of been seen that he was definitely obsessed with I don't know if it's obsessed or if he was addicted to it. He was definitely addicted to the content that he was taking where he did it over even in in a very important party where he definitely was going to get caught for what he's doing. So he made his own drug and then, which I believe he was pretty much addicted to, hence why he couldn't separate his work to his engagement party, kind of wanted to be in that transformation where society rules didn't matter, or um, any pretty much he didn't have any filter, he kind of just did what he feels like doing. And we learned that just he pretty much didn't like anyone that he invited to the um to his engagement party.
0: What do you mean? You're judging well, by like Hyde's by. reaction to that, or
1: yeah, yeah but like
0: Hyde, Hyde is pure evil, like he doesn't care about anyone, right? So, like, even his um, wife to be mm-hmm. is gonna be toast. So, I don't think that's a reflection necessarily on Dr. Jekyll's feelings, it's just his pure evil side, right? Is coming out his base. So,
1: he was taking a drug that pretty much made him p- pure evil,
0: I guess. Well, or it's it's the evil side of his being, right?
1: True, true. Well, I mean, at least following the story, I, I do agree with that. But I was, I guess, following the movie, the way that it's interpreted like, I guess, not having too much background of the storyline where he takes this drug and by what he said on his dinner conversation versus his nemesis. Nem- neminus <laughs>
0: <laughs> nemesis. nemesis m&m's
1: m&m's versus m&m's is um that you get into a state where you pretty much just do what you want to do and nothing really stop you so
0: yeah oh. i think that's exactly the Hyde character it's a unbridled sexual appetite was this version of the Hyde character
1: it's sexual appetite and also like um thirst for murder
0: sure yeah
1: but pretty much what we keep saying what we keep saying to that is like everyone he kills no matter if was female or male he pretty much like i guess raped and um killed them and yeah. then
0: pleasant character <laughs> this tied.
1: Uh, it was a in character and so throughout this whole movie what we see is back and forward like dr Jekyll comes in he's like oh my gosh what's going on he disappeared people thought he disappeared because he was embarrassed that all this is happening in his engagement party and then this evil character that doesn't look anything like him is played by a different actor um is killing pretty much member of the engagement party and um Sexually abusing them. Um, so this being said, we encounter With this
0: giant dick, <laughs> yeah, we encounter- um, abnormally long and hard and pointed.
1: Yeah, so we encounter many what you cannot consider funny scenes, but somehow they end up being funny and not by what was going on, it was just by the you dialogue. found that
0: funny, you're sick
1: by the scenario and the way that was aligned. So the first scene that was kind of in that alignment is the scene that Seth was insinuating where we had the first murder of the engagement party and the there was a doctor in the engagement party and they were trying to diagnose how he murdered this um, female. <laughs> And then it was like, what, like a two minute scene of explaining how long and thick it is? A yeah, stick? he gave like the
0: centimeter measurement, which I don't know, it didn't seem that impressive. Um, yeah.
1: I said, what? I think- and then um, <laughs> Seth is like, oh, yeah, that's normal. <laughs> As a man will say. <laughs>
0: As any man would say. Yeah, the like eighteen inch like giant dildo that they used for this that like yeah. pierced through people's belly buttons to kill them. <laughs> Perfectly but normal.
1: I know. So so the doctor is explaining
0: the doctor is also the weapon, impressed. which turned out to be like didn't you think the doctor yeah. was kind of impressed?
1: I feel like everyone's like confused but impressed which is why I said the scene was very ridiculous where the ending of that scene was like it was oddly thick and oddly hard and oddly pointed that he killed the female and I just kind of laugh out loud by the absurdity of that but that was one of the scenes was very funny they, they
0: show Follow it up. too it's not like just implied it's definitely <laughs> there
1: Yep, they did show it, which goes through the second scene that was very interesting. So, favorite character, Seth, the commander. Do you want to have the opportunity to explain one of? Yeah, your maybe we should
0: characters? give a rundown of the characters. So you have the priest, um, who is on Doctor Jekyll's side of transcendentalism, and then I don't got, know if he
1: understands what he's arguing about. You no,
0: know, I knows. don't think he. I don't think he does. He's just stuffing his face with food, but any anything to get um, to More fight food. the. Well, yeah, and to fight the kind of science guy that's going to be anti-religion or whatever. Um, Then you've got the nemesis, which you've already talked about. You've got the father-in-law. And then you've got the, uh, yeah, the commander or (laughs) the general. (laughs) The general. The best character. And so this is is another kind of trademark of... um, similar to like the JALO movies where you have different actors from, you know, speaking different languages and they're not all speaking the same language. They're just dubbed over. So, you know, we watched this, I think a couple times, once in French, once in English. And so sometimes, you know, like when we're watching in French, a couple actors will be speaking in French just fine. The other ones will be dubbed In the English version, you get the generals. Uh, <laughs> all the lines in English and everybody else is dubbed so that was that was entertaining but yeah the the general is a was a great character if you want to talk about him
1: no I gave you the opportunity to to explain oh, him so you want my, me to go my face.
0: so he was he's a um classic army man blowhard I'm
1: apologetic
0: oh you want an intro go ahead Jess
1: Go, go ahead <laughs> i was kind of good i was throwing an adjective to help you out
0: <laughs> no, no no go ahead
1: oh yes he was a very basic basic general of like kill first he holds like many medals on his suit and i think my favorite scene of the whole of the whole movie was they like the killer killed someone, and they pointed to a random place where everyone thought he left off. The general took a weapon, ran down there, and just shot. <laughs> what he
0: the...
1: shot? He shot the.
0: He shot like the coachman or something.
1: <laughs> Multiple times.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then he comes back all like sorrowful and said, "A terrible thing has
1: happened. I killed the coachman. Please call." <laughs> The medic, my apologies. <laughs> please, I'm please, like, please. what the fuck?
0: <laughs> he's lost a lot of blood, but please, rouse him if you can, Doctor Jaffar.
1: In wars, do you have to. Some people have to die. For, <laughs> yes. I don't know. <laughs> okay.
0: Such Bro, a great, such a great character. Just
1: you just shot someone without even realizing who it was.
0: But then when he's actually like in danger, he's just completely like blabbering, trying to save himself. Like we'll give up anybody.
1: Even hit her daughter, which yeah. soon we're gonna talk. But before we talk about the relationship between him and his daughter, yeah, which I thought was that was something. your
0: would seem, but
1: no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, if um, the general lift nowadays, do you think? It's <laughs> an easy question. Do you think he's a Democrat or a Republican?
0: I think he's a Libertarian. <laughs>
1: what is his favorite amendment
0: <laughs> yeah he's a he's a second amendment guy
1: for sure
0: yeah he um, his gift his gift was like poison arrows uh and a bow which comes back which uh uh <laughs> i kind of like that
1: it came back and haunt him but (laughs) like
0: like do you know if you take like an entire like quiver of arrows and just like throw it at someone (laughs) even in the wrong direction it'll just like stick them like perfectly yeah so if you're ever getting chased by a deranged sexual maniac just throw an entire quiver of arrows at at them and
1: one with stick yeah And we we would soon talk more about that because now we're going to follow to the scene that traumatized me. It was not my favorite scene. It was the scene where the killer pretty much got to the commander and obviously is going to harm him. Even the commander knows, hence why you said previously like once he's really in danger, he doesn't really defend himself very well. He's just started mumbling and crying and saying where all the women's were at yeah. <laughs> all the women's are sleeping because we gave them morphing in this room go yeah. <laughs> you can have them for free um did he said where his daughter was at or no
0: no I, she willingly came out and was like let's get it on in front of my dad like, uh, here's my butt just just go at it with your 18 inch that scene hurt, hurt me so
1: t- his daughter came out to in quotation protect her father but for some reason
0: no no no. i don't think so i think she you was like think so? no, no i think she was like super into that and she wanted to um
1: like, get it on
0: well and it like totally emasculate her father yeah
1: Oh, I guess I didn't thought about that. I still was very traumatized what I was watching. I was very confused. So like pretty that, much like that
0: is a legitimate shocking scene even now. Like <laughs> it's uh it's like what the fuck is going on? Like he's yeah. tied to a chair. She just like bends over a I think it's like, like a sewing machine, which may yeah. also have some symbolism and just like you know here, like,
1: half me. Yeah. yeah. And then like, father, don't wash me. And then I was questioning Seth what the fuck we were washing. <laughs> And then you're like, they were...
0: I, like, oh, do you have any more like this? Because I I enjoy this so much. No, that's it's exactly what Jess said. <laughs> She's like, no, shit. Like, is there a sequel to this? <laughs> no. Uh, do, you, do you have the files that I can download to watch it?
1: <laughs> do you have the, the clip? <laughs> just send me the yeah, clip. Yeah,
0: just clip this.
1: Um. So I was really confused because then, like, Seth said, they have the. First word that came to mind was audacity, but that's not the right word. They have we had the pleasure of watching of seeing the um seeing the the evil guy Dick, which was looked like a hot dog.
0: <laughs> a hot dog. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
1: If you're not really paying attention, you kind of look away, and you come back, and that scene is on your face, which what happened to me. <laughs>
0: i think it was much bigger than a hot dog
1: oh no It was I guess it was. it definitely was way bigger than a hot dog but it had like a hot
0: dog color. wearing a hat like a giant hot dog wearing a
1: hat <laughs> <laughs> it was like a giant but it had like that hot dog color i don't know it just i was like not really paying attention was it like a it,
0: shadow like did they ah? i think it was a shadow right and then when they showed it it was just like a huge dildo that was like all red.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, is
0: that what I, you're talking about? Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so well, I maybe think, that's
0: back in your hot dog taco days.
1: Yeah. So well, what was happening was like the scene was already kind of super weird because the actress just keeps telling daddy, "Do not wash" or something Are you, like oh that. you find
0: that weird, huh? Are you shaming people? What? Are you kink shaming people, Jess?
1: <laughs> anyway, well, when you're not when you're anticipating to see horror and that come out, you kind of get confused and i like i look away to look for something um i I was trying to get my drink and i look back and that was on my face and i was
0: like that was on your face (laughs) (laughs) nice choice of words
1: (laughs) and then here we are so then like the the evil guy like had his fun with her and then he left and but she also had his fun She had his. She she had had a great time. Surprisingly, that she didn't die, and everyone else did die.
0: The general, I don't think, enjoyed it though. (laughs) No, maybe he did. I don't know. The
1: general was caught off guard for what he was seeing, and then, like, I think the priest came over and was like, "Here, like, untie your father and whatever," and he leave. And then, like, she definitely didn't want to untie her dad. She's
0: like.
1: see like an odd scene of him like hitting her i don't know it was just
0: well spanking her yeah that was the whole other scene which he seemed to enjoy yeah this was uh
1: ugh, this
0: was something
1: it was something um
0: and uh i will send you those clips after this podcast (laughs)
1: no um so then so then here we kind of so we have all that which is pretty much the first like hour is
0: we we, yeah. we glossed over so there is a young which is also gross a very young like girl that was dancing here and so yeah she's the first victim that it's kind of showing his pure evil instinct and then there's i don't know if this is before or after but it, he doesn't discriminate male or female there's no, another doesn't. uh um, member of the party that was toast i think that's where you get the uh the dimensions of the actual weapon used. <laughs> everybody everybody has a bloody belly button let's put it that way
1: uh no we got the dimension of the weapon with the little girl which was um but now we kind of start getting a shift so for that first hour we just have this maniac just pretty much killing and assaulting people in the house and then we have a shift where now the wife of the fiance of dr jekyll start getting more important on the movie
0: yeah i would say this was her movie yeah and you start getting
1: that shift starting around here where she started getting more concerned because she's not seeing her fiance that much and she's trying to figure out what's going on and versus other people she pretty much entered his office whenever she wants and She's trying to just figure out what's the problem. So that being said, um, this is when he gave her a note saying, hey, we're not going to see each other tonight. Not safe. And she's like, nope, I'm going to see you because we promised each other we're going to have a whole night of, of fun. And then she went to his office, I guess, to talk to him or figure out what's going on. And that's where she sees him transforming from the person that she knew to this evilness that been going or roaming around the house
0: and i think that was just absolutely a beautiful scene like <laughs> seriously like the the how it's shown where it's like cameras focused on her like watching him in different perspectives and then he does kind of that awful transformation writhing in the bathtub
1: well, the cool part about which is smart because I think nowadays the problem with movie is um, we have the ability to use CGI, which means we can do a lot with technology. And I feel using your imagination to use the camera and the room almost kind of goes away because you use technology to do the transformation. So I feel like, like you said, the camera is moving between for kind of moving in the bathtub, absorbing his drug versus her looking at him and kind of going back and forth and using like the window mirrors to, the, to show all that, um, the bathroom mirrors. And then I feel like nowadays if they shot that to kind of transform from one actor to another, there would be like a, kind of like a middle scene where they use see because you can see the body kind of transforming to something else. But the fun part of this one, it was like kind of like the back and forward, back and forward between him, her, him, her, and eventually back to him. It was another person moving back and forward into the bathtub, and was not him.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I completely. Love it. That's a a magical scene to me. The whole tone of these scenes is very um, warm, kind of warm and magical. Like it's got this like porn lens on it. And the music is.
1: It's not pornographic music.
0: It's not. It, I don't know how to describe it, but there's a lot of. Like, when thing Like, there's a surprising cue in this. It's like, boom, that happens over and over. It, I don't know. It draws you in. To me, it's sort of like a. I don't know. Reminds me of like watching something in an opium den or something.
1: So, um. And and I've what year this was made?
0: Uh, it was the '80s. I can look. It yeah,
1: up. it didn't definitely did not feel like an '80s movie. It definitely felt old. Um, not older. It felt younger than what it is. I think it was very well made.
0: But Wait, you thought it was older than the '80s or
1: younger? Younger,
0: like more recent.
1: Yeah, it feels like a recent movie.
0: Uh, it's '81. I mean,
1: how people were. Huh? yeah it I felt 81. recent um, I think by how the actors were acting and like I said like the camera angles and stuff like that but what we but what I was heading to saying like you were saying that was a cool scene but now we start having more or her view so I think throughout the beginning of the movie we were having the view of different characters kind of confused Um, what's going on like this evilness is in our home how are we going to get him out where he's coming from why is he here etc etc and then we got this swap from now like you said turned kind of into her movie where she figured out that her fiance is the evil thing and where the first reaction that I anticipated was um this like grossness or this like, wanting to be away from him or, like, this switch from love to hate. It never really happened. It's most, It was mostly into her wanting him to almost realize that she was okay with it. Like, kind of, what was your reaction to... Yeah,
0: no, I think that's on the right track there. I, it seems like she almost like a true love scenario where she embraced that aspect of him by also embracing the evil inside of her or whatever the passion inside of her i and i I think this was um hinted at earlier remember that painting that they were ewing and eyeing about yeah um so there's like i think it was a pregnant woman um i forget what she was doing but like that seemed to be a symbol of like you know domestication and you know being a parent and a wife and whatever and so this was like a rebellion against that um where she fully embraces this Hyde character right I don't know if you want to get into the ending here but
1: uh no I mean I, I mean, she got one moment where the high character, like we said, like attack her and said that his dream was to see her died or etc. And for a moment, she felt like
0: she threw a bunch of arrows at him and hit him.
1: Yeah, and yeah, that's where that's where you brought up like <laughs> the high character was attacking her and then she took her engagement present and throw at her it was an awful throw too i know so it was like it was like took all the the arrows like horizontally and like throw it horizontally <laughs> right. and then they show him and, like an arrow vertically like went through his like <laughs> through through his arm and then she defeat him and was able to escape because he was in pain because of a potion um arrow and I think that was the only scene of doubt that I think she might have had that he doesn't really like her because literally he said that she wanted she wanted her to die. But then when he was back to normal, he's like, oh, that was not me. That's my other self, et cetera, et cetera. And then she's like, swap, believe him. And then here we are. Um, that's when she kind of embraced what he was doing and she wanted to do it as well. And she did it. She definitely embraced it. And then the way that she embraced it was apparently they had like the last doses that um, he was going to take, but they didn't have the S drug that we were talking about previously to go back to normal. He dumped in the bathtub and then she jumped in in the bathtub without his permission or anything. It's pre- pretty much proving herself that she wanted to go through this experience with him. to so then kind of both, transform themselves into this being of like evilness together
0: yeah and i think the ending was them riding off in their wedding carriage right like completely just like engorging on each other like they're like drinking each other's blood and it's just this um like feeding of this side of them on each other so i'm sure that's gonna end super well <laughs>
1: it's like every movie that we see where the character is like turns completely evil they always take like some taxi or cab and they leave <laughs> yeah. delusional
0: yeah whoever's driving that coach is gonna be like uh sure okay
1: <laughs> i'm but, not gonna say anything
0: but it, it is like something like these two characters are enabling this now and they're just they're just going to lead down this path of total destruction no matter what the cost which is a very cool ending to this
1: i think yeah i think i enjoyed because like my reaction my assumption was when she figured out that he was the evil dude that she would feel very repulsed by everything that he was doing and then kind of like a swap where then she doesn't really agree with his view of science and she's not agreeing with the drug and turn it into this dramatic thing of how to stop him versus like you said um embracing evilness and going with it
0: yeah embracing and, all parts of the person you're gonna marry yeah even so, the one where he takes his 18 inch dick and murders people with <laughs> it true love this <laughs> she, is a happy ending
1: she didn't even bring that up once so no technically they did have a happy ending like you said because it kind of went off in they a carriage yeah wedding carriage yeah and
0: it's like a cinderella were, ending right
1: yeah they didn't even have to find the slipper they just had to find a drug <laughs> <laughs> so good for them but Um, something cool that this movie happened that we didn't bring up previously was when he was talking about um, his Billy with versus his nemesis um, there was flash what you would consider to be flashbacks of them of like him killing people or her killing people was actually flash forwards
0: yeah that was a very neat trick um, that the director played for sure yeah because there's this like long sequence where they're talking about all this you know empiricism versus transcendentalism and you know it's kind of slow and kind of eye roly. and then there's like you know i think she looks kind of bored during it and then there's these flashes of this violence of the one of the um I don't know servants tied up, and then one which you don't realize at the time, but it's actually her killing her mother, her mother-in-law.
1: Yeah,
0: I think it's her mother that she. No, actually it's actually kills.
1: her mother. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because the mo- the mother-in-law, which is another crazy scene, who already has like a bad leg and doesn't play the piano very well at all. Um Just. <laughs> what do you
1: mean she doesn't play the piano? <laughs> she does not. That was She takes her hand. She bangs the keys, <laughs> and like music comes out. Like
0: she we didn't, plays sorry it
1: very well
0: <laughs> I'm getting off track of what we were talking about but let's circle back but that scene was like the most uncomfortable where Hyde basically forces her to play piano like non-stop until she's tired and then like when she does stop he basically like breaks her other leg which is just very uncomfortable but anyway yeah so during this dinner sequence there is flash forwards like you were saying to you know these bursts of violence that we'll see later that we don't realize at the time are actually, you know, future scenes.
1: Um yeah, they felt like they felt like either flashback where you think like are those evil character, what are they? They felt of like what could have happened to them if they actually embraced what um Dr. Jekyll is talking about. Or I don't know what else, but it didn't felt like a flash forward. And the reason that it's very memorable that they're flashed forward is because it was almost exactly the same scene where she was killing her mom and
0: it was so- yeah right it was cut and it, and it was with that musical cue of that like boom yeah it was like that I, I can't reproduce it here but it's very effective where it's like you get this kind of not boring but kind of dull dinner scene and then you have this like boom cue and then flashes of like somebody tied upside down or like Mm -hmm. somebody's mom getting stabbed and to me it was more of of the character hinting at the of this internal hide in everybody where it's like this is you know this is a dormant part of all of you know including the the bride-to-be um which is then later realized in the movie
1: yeah so and I don't know. I think it was a nice twist of the basic of um, whatever the other partner realized that the partner is evil. Like, there's a turn of, like, how can I stop him? I'm going to use our love to, like, make him feel like he can trust me and then stab him in the back. And it was definitely the very much opposite where she kind of embraced it. And just went with it and they pretty much just like destroy their house killed everyone and um and they left happy ever after to who knows where
0: yeah perfect horror i mean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and and that's what they did so i think what we watched was just a true love story
0: i would agree 100 yeah go watch it uh watch it with your uh grandma
1: and your significant order so before you watch this movie, tell the significant your significant other fiance boyfriend for whatever, whatever state you are, and say this is grandma. what I want. Or 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 your grandma, this is the love that I want. And just start like that and just like play it. There
0: you
1: go. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what happens, this is what I want. <laughs>
0: have reached at the end of the internet.